Outreach Director for its mission at woodse 3 at michigan.gov. This is done. For the purposes of the, the, the Michigan Independent Citizens Redistricting Commission. Donna Miller with Vote Voiced. We're getting ready to Good move into the public testimony. If you are attending the meeting remotely, I will please announce information your role while you are attending the meeting remotely. On where you can find this meeting in its whole entirety. City, township, or village, and, the and we're going to get ready to give our public comments. Doug Clark. It's Present. June 3rd, 2021. Anthony E. And we're in the public testimony part of this Present. hearing. Rhonda Lennon. Present. Attending remotely from Reeks in Michigan. Steve Lett. Present. Cynthia Orton. Present. M.C. Rothworth. Present. Rebecca Zatella. Present. Janice Follett. Present. Aaron Wagner. Present, attending remotely from Charlotte, Michigan. Richard Weiss. Present. Dustin Witches. Present. All commissioners are present. Thank you, Sarah. At this time, if there's no objection, I'll have Commissioner Ede, our host commissioner, um, come to us with a presentation full of welcomes and introductions. Hearing no objection, please proceed, Commissioner Ede. Hello, welcome everybody. My name is Commissioner Ede, and welcome to the MICRC Public Hearing in Dearborn, Michigan. We are happy you are here to learn about Michigan's new redistricting process and how we can engage throughout this process to ensure that your voice is heard. In looking at the agenda today, please note that the vast majority of our time this evening is spent listening to each and every one of you. We are eager to hear your ideas, either in person or remotely, about drawing Michigan's congressional, House, and Senate districts. In addition to hearing about district lines, we also want to hear your ideas about your communities of interest. At this time, I would like my fellow colleagues to introduce themselves and share where they live in Michigan, the Great Lakes State. We've already heard from our uh, two commissioners, Commissioner Lane and Commissioner Wagner, joining us virtually. So how about we start uh, on my right, stage left, with MC. Good evening, y'all. MC, Rothman, I live in Lansing, Michigan. Good evening. I'm Commissioner Cynthia Orton, and I live in Meadow Creek, Michigan. It's great to see you all tonight. Good evening, and thank you for everyone for coming. My name is Douglas Clark, and I am from Rochester Hills, Michigan. Hi, and welcome everyone to our hearing. My name is Brittany Pelham, and I live in Detroit, Michigan. Good evening, everyone. My name is Rebecca Zatella. I currently reside in Kent, Michigan, but I was born and raised for the first 33 years of my life in Dearborn, Michigan, so I'm very happy to be back here tonight. Thank you. Good evening. Thank you for showing up tonight. My name is Richard H. Weiss. I'm from Saginaw. I live in Saginaw Township. Good evening. Uh, my name is Dustin Witches. I am uh, from Ypsilanti, Michigan, or Hopkins. Uh, 
which day we do so. Good evening and welcome to our meeting. We uh, look forward to hearing from you. My name is Steve Lett and I am from Interlochen, Michigan, up by Traverse City. Welcome everyone. I'm Janice Follett and I'm from Highland, Michigan. Good evening everyone. My name is Juanita Perry and I am from Detroit, Michigan. Pleased to see you all. Thank you, commissioners. Got a little bit of a history lesson for y'all today. In 2018, more than 61% of Michigan voters intentionally and deliberately passed Proposal 2, a ballot initiative for voters and not legislatures, to take responsibility for map fairness and public feedback in the redistricting process. This proposal created the Michigan Independent Citizens Redistricting Commission. For the first time in Michigan's history, the MICRC will lead the redistricting process to draw fair and independent maps. This commission in front of you is comprised of 13 randomly selected Michigan residents that includes four who affiliate as Democrats, four who affiliate as Republicans, and five who do not affiliate with either party, uh, also known as independents. They were selected through a lottery run by the Michigan Department of State. The MICRC has exclusive authority in this new redistricting process for Michigan's U.S. Congressional, State House, and State Senate districts. As fellow residents, the MICRC understands your expectation to draw maps in an open and transparent manner that meets constitutional mandates. Our mission and vision exemplifies our resolve, not just today, but for future generations as well. In your interactions with us today and with our staff, you should witness our core values of integrity, respect, transparency, and being purposeful. Once again, we are glad you're here and we look forward to hearing what y'all have to say. Thank you so much, Commissioner Eve. Now, if there aren't any objections, we'll move on to our um, presentation provided by Commissioner Zatella, our Vice Chair. In hearing no objections, I'll hand the floor over to Vice Chair Zatello, who's going to share a little bit about our public hearings. Good evening, everyone. Again, Commissioner Zatella. Um, before the commissioners are allowed to draw any maps, we're required to solicit public input um, before drawing any redistricting plan for the Michigan House, Michigan Senate, and congressional districts. We're required to hold a minimum of 10 public hearings. We're actually a bit of overachievers, so we're actually having 16. This meeting tonight is number eight out of our 16th meeting, so we're about halfway through our tour of the state of Michigan. The purpose for the public hearing is to inform the public about the redistricting process, to share the purposes and the responsibilities of the commission, and most importantly, to solicit information from the public about potential redistricting plans. So what is redistricting? Every 10 years, following the U.S. Census, district lines for the U.S. Congressional, State House, State Senate districts must be redrawn to accurately reflect populations. The process of drawing the district lines is known as redistricting. In Michigan, there are district lines that need to be drawn for the 2022 election cycle. The responsibilities and purpose of the commission 
is that the MICRC is the sole entity responsible for drawing district lines. We operate in an impartial and a transparent manner that instills integrity in the process. The MICRC public outreach represents fairness, awareness, transparency, and engagement that seeks to obtain at least 10,000 distinct public comments in the redistricting process. The MICRC must adopt maps for Michigan's 13 congressional, 38 Senate, and 110 House districts. Districts should be drawn to meet applicable federal or state laws, including the voting rights criteria are. We have a ranked order um, under the Constitution in terms of what we need to consider with drawing our maps. Number one is that there's equal population and compliance with the Voting Rights Act. The districts need to be geographically contiguous and what we mean by that is we can't have little islands off on their own that are part of another district that's not connected to it. Communities of interest have to be considered and I'll touch on that in a second what that means. Four and five relate to politics. We can't give a disproportionate advantage to any political party. We also can't favor or disfavor any candidate or currently elected official. We also have to reflect consideration of community, um, city, township, and county boundaries. And then we also have to try to keep the districts reasonably compact. So what are communities of interest? Communities of interest may include, but cannot be limited to, populations that share historical or cultural characteristics or economic interests. They do not include relationships with political parties or political candidates. So what is it that we're looking for you this evening? We want to know um, what name you would give to your community that you're identifying for us. What common bond creates the community of interest? What is the geographical area covered by your community? What government policies are important to your community? We also would like to know how keeping your community intact will enhance the quality of your representation in Congress and in the Michigan Legislature. And lastly, we want to know, are there nearby areas that strengthen or potentially weaken your community of interest? So why is the MICRC here? We're here to hear directly from you about your ideas to redistrict Michigan's Congressional House and Senate districts, and we're here to listen and learn about your community of interest. Why should you care? Um, for the first time ever, Michigan residents actually have a say in the redistricting process. Openness, transparency, and public engagement represent the principles of this new redistricting process. And the third criteria in the redistricting process is communities of interest is also new, and it gives you a voice to help prevent gerrymandering. All right, I will now pass the step to Chair Brittany Helm. Thank you, Commissioner Zatella. Without objection, at this time, our general counsel will provide a presentation that talks about our public comment guidelines. And hearing no objection, I'll give the floor to our general counsel, Julianne Pastula. Thank you very much, Madam Chair. For the public comment guidelines this evening, I would like to share with you that in-person public comments will take place first followed by remote public comments. The time limit for each public comment speaker is two minutes. There will be a timer on the screen, and please conclude your remarks when you hear the audible timer and the timer on the screen reaches zero. If any person disrupts the orderly progress of the meeting or refuses to comply with applicable MICRC guidelines and rules, 
the chairperson may rule that person out of order and or order their removal from this meeting. A reminder to please provide public comment and or submit proposed maps in our public comment portal, which is available at www.michigan.gov forward slash MICRC. Thank you. Thank you, General Counsel. At this time, we'll move to our in-person public comment. Without objection, we will start the public comment portion of our meeting. And hearing no objections, we'll now proceed with public comment. A few reminders, individuals who have signed up and indicated that they would like to provide in-person public commentary to the commission will now be allowed to do so. You will step to the nearest microphone when I call your number and we'll, sometimes I do it a little differently, but I'll let, in this case, I'll just have you step to the microphone that is um, closest to you. You will have two minutes to address the commission. Please conclude your remarks when your two minutes has ended and you hear the timer. We really try not to cut folks off because we want to hear what you say. We need to hear um, your thoughts and your, and your perspectives about your communities, but we also have to honor our time and your time most importantly. Please go to the public comment tool and share your comments in writing, including any specific area of the map that you speak about this evening. The public comment tool is at www.michigan.gov forward slash M-I-C-R-C. Again, please visit our public comment tool at www.michigan.gov forward slash M-I-C-R-C. And utilize this tool if you signed up for public comment and you find that there was something more that you want to say, if you're sitting here and you know you want to speak, but there's a thought that comes to you, we really encourage you all to utilize that. I'll call numbers one through four up to the mic. Oh, I do see the left mic now. So I'll have odd numbers if you can. If it's feasible to you, one and three will come to my, my left. And then two and four even numbers will come to this mic. We want to make it as easy as possible, though. You can't, okay. We'll keep the plan the same. Keep the plan the same. If the first mic you can, you can touch is, is your mic for your time for public comment. <laughs> Good evening. Uh, I wish that we would have had an overview on the guidelines before we decided to speak, but my name is Rick Custer. I spent, grew up in Lincoln Park, 20 years in Dearborn, and now I'm in Wyandotte. The thing I heard from most of the Wyandotte people, they want to stay with the integrity of the Down River area. I, I'm here to represent Chuck Browning, Region 1A, UAW. I was a foreign employee. I've been retired for 26 years. I also represent the retirees from Ford, GM, and Chrysler, 54,275 brothers and sisters. I also run the scholarship fund for the UAW. I've been out here 50 years. You people are 50 years late. This should have been done a long time ago. 
When you put the Democrats and the Republicans in charge of something, they better take it to their advantage, which they have, and it's a natural thing. So as I say, uh, the gentleman up there said 61%. 61% of the people in this state want this change. Seven of the ten, last 10 elections, the Democrats got more votes. We do not control the House or the Senate anymore. Tear up this current plan. Start all over. Try to rig it on street by street. Tear the whole thing up and start all over. Again, I want to say thank you. And by watching your meeting prior to this, good luck. You guys are going to be in for some long hours. But I do appreciate what you're doing, and thank you. Thank you so much, Rick, for taking the time to address the commission this evening. Two, when you are at the mic and ready, you can address the commission. My name is Ann Clark. I'm a 40-year resident of Dearborn and Wayne County. My areas of interest is like the Michigan Avenue Route 12, which I walk to the main shopping ethnic restaurant corridor. It runs through a diverse community of Dearborn, Dearborn Heights, Garden City, Inkster, Westland. Dearborn is especially diverse because it holds the largest Arab population in the U.S., which a lot of people don't know. The City of Dearborn Recreation and Performing Arts Center, as you're in, uh, has pool and physics facilities, which my family utilizes. Uh, I purchased an annual membership at the Henry Ford because I have nine grandchildren that like to, uh, love to go to the museum, the village, and other activities. Edward Hines Park is a 19-mile continuous park which connects Dearborn to Northville. It is used by residents of Dearborn, Dearborn Heights, Garden City, Inkster, Westland, and other communities. Red, residents enjoy the picnic areas, walking trails, soccer fields, and the annual tree lighting festivals along the Edward Hines Drive. This world reprives uh, area residents with shortcuts and a very pretty road to drive on. Currently, Wayne County districts look like an elongated puzzle. Three of the four districts go into three other counties, which is up to 40 miles from one end to the other. Three-fourths of the one district is in another county. Since other counties do not have similar interests, it would be helpful to keep our districts within the boundary of Wayne County. Also, residents tend to frequent small radius surrounding their neighborhoods and would like to have the districts more in blocks rather than elongated. These are the communities of interest that I feel should be grouped together. I want to thank the Commission for your time and work in this process. And we appreciate you taking the time to share with us this evening. Three. districts that actually represent the majority of the people that live in them. This board has the opportunity to map districts that represent citizens with similar values and lifestyles. My family participates in a homeschool partnership in a neighboring community. This organization has families of diverse backgrounds that come together to enrich the educational experiences of our children. Our reasons for home education vary, 
Though we generally agree that the state's offerings are not meeting our needs and have different values than those of our families. I have noticed the majority of our families choose to live in ways that align with Monroe County. We seek time outdoors, attempt to grow or hunt our own food, participate in faith communities, and look for ways to actively serve the less fortunate. Our, professional, our professions include sales, engineers, auto assembly, truck drivers, bakers, artists, teachers, and many more. But we come together in how we educate our children. We choose where we live for a purpose. Sharing our lives with people of different backgrounds and the same values. Please consider the right of citizens to elect persons that represent local values and understand local issues. Not being overwhelmed by more densely populated and geographically smaller portions of a district. Thank you for your time. Heather, thank you for your public comment. Four. My name is Pauline Montan from Trenton, Michigan, and Wayne County. Um, the 12th Congressional District that represents us is aligned with Washington County. They have three colleges there, and we are blue-collar workers. They always vote for the academia, but I feel they're probably very different than the Down River in Wayne County. We are more aligned with the lower Wayne County, the cities below Detroit, going all the way to Monroe County. If you look at the average age of the people in Washington, they average 25-year-old uh, college students who have not had to work for a living like we have as blue-collar workers. We have families to support children in school. They have part-time jobs, and their education worries about not about real-life issues like we do. E-course Melvin Lincoln Park should be included with Lower Wayne County. We're at one time aligned with Detroit, and we were not heard at that time either. Lower Wayne County, Trenton, Michigan needs to be heard. Uh, as an example, our, our Senate district goes into Detroit and comes straight down like a, a snake down to the bottom, and nobody sees those people until they need to be reelected. It's time for me to have us to have local people in our area that represent us instead of these people that are split up like that. They have to go with Washtenaw County go with Detroit. We just want to be uh, down river is our area. I'm from Trenton, Michigan, and I just want, I'm just glad that you guys are going to try and listen to us. Have a good day. Thank you. Thank you so much for taking the time to share your comments and to share your perspective about your community. Five, six, seven, and eight. Again, even though I might have called your number, don't feel compelled to stand the whole time if you do not want to. So five, good evening. When you're ready, you can address the commission. Good evening. My name is Kim Muskie. I am a representative from UAW Local 931 and UAW Region 1A. I live in the city of Wyandotte, which is a part of the Down River area of our state. I worked for 28 years in product development for Ford Motor Company, earning union negotiated wages. Along with my husband, who is a small business owner, um, my husband owns a trophy shop in Allen Park, Michigan, which technically makes me his trophy wife. <laughs> we raised our children on those wages and benefits. 
They attended public schools. Our son is 25 and already owns his own home in Wyandotte. He works for Delta Airlines in a very good paying position. Our daughter is a senior at University of Michigan in Ann Arbor. All of these things were bought and paid for with union wages. Ford Motor Company employs 48,000 people. It's 48,000 families, children in the southeastern part of the state. We are who make decisions with those, that money that affects us. As union workers, we're weary of having our income, our workplace safety, and our pensions under attack from representatives from gerrymandered districts that care nothing for the citizens who are the backbone of this state. The citizens of Michigan overwhelmingly voted to trash can the entire current gerrymandered districts in our state and give us some legislators and, and representatives that reflect our opinions in our lives and keep our families safe. We thank you. All we're asking is you be fair and equitable and follow the guidelines of this Constitution of the State of Michigan. Thank you for your time. Kim, thank you so much for sharing. Six. Good afternoon. Thank you so much for being out here and down here with us. Uh, we really like to pride ourselves being downriver and we're very strong. Um, my name is Dora Rodriguez. I am a resident of Trenton, Michigan. I am also a UAW member and I work at the Ford Flat Rock plant, the home of the Mustang, which we are very proud of our Mustang. First off, I, I want to start by saying one of the biggest worries that I've always had in regards to representation throughout this state, not just my community, is fair representation in collective bargaining rights and health and safety in our communities, in our schools, for our firefighters, for our auto workers, for our police. And also, it's been apparent that we had some issues during COVID in regards to not having the proper PPE to supply our hospitals, our firefighters, our city workers, who our city workers we can never ever leave out because they are also the first line of defense in every community across this country. I ask that when you are looking at every single area that you keep those very important issues on your mind. This is not about segregating back to just being in a rural area or just what persons of color want to be in. This is about bringing together people. This is about stopping all the nonsense and coming together and living together. This is what this is about. This is what 61% of Michigan voters voted for. We want a fresh, clean start and that is why you are up there today. Please keep that in mind. Thank you. Thank you so much, Dora, for taking time to share with the commission this evening. Seven. Hello. Thank you for allowing me the opportunity to 
to speak today. I appreciate the time and effort of all of the committee members. My name is Leslie. I'm a lifelong resident of Taylor. Taylor is the largest of the 21 cities and townships in the Southeast Michigan area, south of Detroit along the river, known as Down River. We are a community made up of first, second, third, maybe even fourth generation blue collar manufacturing and trade workers and industries who support them. A lot of our families moved from the southern United States into the growing suburban area when the auto industry was booming. Some of us came from either farther south across the United States border to join our families and make a better life for ourselves. Others came from across the pond, from Europe, Asia, Africa. We are a diverse group. Most of us have high school diplomas. Some of us have taken a few college courses or maybe even have college degrees. We are saving it for our children's degrees. Many of us own our homes. Others are renting with hopes to buy. Whether by blood or faith, we are family-oriented. Often our households are multi-generational. Many of us are in the sandwich generation, taking care of our children and our parents. After all, the median age down the river is around 40. I like to say we are all part of the We work hard and care for our families and neighbors. We make up the largest portion of the Michigan 12th Congressional District. However, down river communities, Ecorse, Melvindale, River Rouge, and Romulus are not part of the Michigan down river communities. Instead, the remainder of the 12th are made up of Dearborn, Oceania, and Ann Arbor. And pointing out these differences is highly important for keeping communities together. Thank you, Leslie, for taking time to address the commission. Eight. Hello, my name is Barney Bennett, and I'm the state president. I appreciate each and every member for taking out your time so everyone's schedule is both conflicting and good. I appreciate you guys being here and listening to us. And again, my name is Audrey Banks. I live in Taylor. I am a UAW member. And we just need to have fair districts and throw out the old maps and start off with fair districts from scratch because the state legislature is not responsive to the needs of regular people. Most people want to have a higher minimum wage. And at the state legislature, they took it off the ballot and lowered the minimum wage. So we just want you to take this into consideration for people um, and build all this. And yes, I just want to take my little bit and say thank y'all for showing up and being here. <laughs> Thank you, Ms. Banks, for taking the time to come out. 9, 10, 11, and 12. Don't ever feel in a rush to reach the mic. We don't start timing until, until you get there. Hello, good evening. You can start when you're ready. Okay. Uh, good evening. My name is Jamil Martin, 48-year resident of Wayne County, and I just want to thank you all. This is a monumental occasion. Uh, my background is I have a bachelor's degree in urban studies and political science from Morehouse College, and the issue of maps and gerrymandering and how it affects government and policy has always been an interest of mine. So I want the commission to throw out these old gerrymandered maps and feel empowered 
to really use the uh, seven or eight points of the uh, constitutional checkpoints in their weighted order as far as making sure that uh, the Voting Rights Act is adhered to and various other points that are, are brought up through the Constitution. So I, I just look forward to you all standing up for the challenge, resisting any special interests or any partisanship, and really give Michigan a non-gerrymandered map that will reflect the will and the positivity of people. Thank you. Thank you, Jamil. We appreciate your encouragement. Ten. represent the 48111 zip code. So if you wanted a name, 48111 zip code. Um, we have resolutions that all three uh, uh, governments have uh, voted on. Uh, Council in Belleville, Van Buren, and Sumter. And um, we have over 150 years of history. We have so much history in our community that Van Buren bought a museum. And the three communities got together to get a director for the museum. We have genealogy searches. Um, we all pay for it together. We have working groups that, have, uh, that are trying to work out how our water and sewer departments can work together, how our public services can work out together. We currently share dispatch, we share police, uh, uh, police and fire response. We had a fire last night. We had both Sumter and Belleville and Canton's fire department there. Um, we have a library that encompasses all three of our areas and is voted on by all three of our areas. We also have a, um, 
Excuse me. We also have a lot of, of, of services in our community. The services in our community are not named after, after Belleville, Van Buren, or uh, We have one school system, Van Buren School System, but they don't call it that. They call it the Belleville Area School System. It's the Belleville Area Chamber of Commerce, officially. It's the Belleville Area Council of the Arts. It's the Belleville Area Rotary. It's the Belleville Area Museum, the Belleville Area District Library. It's the Belleville Area Independent, which is our newspaper. We have the same median income within $1,000. We represent 45,000 people. We would be a six foot wide by 12 foot long square, rectangle, whatever. Uh, we would like it if you would keep us together this year. Thank you. Kevin, thank you for educating us about your community. 12. Uh, good evening, citizens and commissioners. My name is Matt Tracer, retired guy from Allen Park. Uh, I'm going to skip all the flowery, warm and fuzzy stuff and get right to what I think is the foundational problem. The last election I could get numbers for was 2018. And statewide in that election, 52% of the vote was cast by Democrats. However, the results of that election only provided the Democrats with 47% representation. I'm not, I'm, not a, I'm not a mathematician, but basically what it seems to me is each Democratic vote received about 95% representation, where each Republican vote had about 105% representation. Now this upside-down number is heinous in itself, but it's exponentially worsened when the upside-down number causes the minority party to control the majority in our legislatures. I would like to know, I don't know if I'm allowed to ask a question, but is every person on this commission committed to making sure that if 50% or 52% of the vote is by one party, no matter which party, that they receive 52% of the representation. Thanks, everybody. Thank you so much for taking the time to provide commentary to the, com to the commission. 13. And then 14, 15, 16, you can be getting ready in your mind, but 13. Good evening, everyone. My name is Donna Miller, and I too live in Taylor, Michigan. And I'm so glad to see so many Taylor residents here. Uh, Taylor is bordered by Dearborn, Brownstown Township, Allen Park, Southgate, Westland, Romulus, and Heron Township. I want to thank the commission for your time and hard work. It is my opinion the modest turnout is because the Michigan voter 
trust their votes will be honored. They trust the commission will draw fair and impartial maps with the aid of public comments. Keep communities of interest in mind and remember to include people of color like myself who represent only 19% of people of color in Taylor. Protection without isolation. We are a part of the community that we live in. I voted for this commission and I trust you will continue to reflect a free election decision made without voter suppression heaped upon voters like myself. And I thank you for your time. Thank you so much for spending time to address it's the turning. commission 14. Hello, my name is Kamal Mood. I am a Dearborn Heights resident, and I'd like to take this opportunity to speak on behalf of the lack of representation and access my community and municipality face. My city of Dearborn Heights is a friendly neighbor to Dearborn, and although our population is nearly 60,000, almost large enough to have a state representative of its own, it's currently divided. One state representative district is split between three municipalities, where Dearborn Heights is the minority, and the other is split between five, where Dearborn Heights is still the minority. That means that we have little to no representation in Lansing, and the power of our voice is substantially diminished. As you might not know, cities like Dearborn, Dearborn Heights, and Hampshire are homes to the largest Arab American populations but the census data that you review will not include them. If you don't know, you'll soon hear that the Arab American community has fought long and hard to get representation on the census. It would seem like an instant that decades-long fight was struck down on a whim. Now federal protections, grants, and research are held back to the reincarnation of this commission. It's 10 years. I bring this up to the commission to shed light on the waves of impact this has on language accessibility. The 1965 Federal Voting Rights Act, one of the most significant landmarks of this democracy in our nation's history, protects and provides non-English speaking communities with translated voter materials. It ensures that all citizens can participate in the democratic process. But because of the lack of representation on the census, there's a huge gap in language accessibility. And these rights don't apply to the Arabic speaking populations. That limits the access to our rights and representations as citizens. This makes the Arab American community a pop, uh, community of interest. We have to recognize that there comes an artificial gap to access, and I ask this commission to seriously consider the egregious impact of dividing this community any further. Thank you for your time. Well, I'll thank you. We appreciate you sharing uh, concern from your community. 15. Michigan. Here, everyone is giving their testimony. Keep listening. Good evening, commissioners. My name is Shelby Hankerson. I live in Inkster. I'm a lifelong resident of Inkster for over 70 years. And I just wanted, when you do do the, just the redistricting of our area, that you consider Inkster. We're a population of, um, of, of people that need help. 
all right, because every city around them is growing except for Inkster. And we really need, when you redistrict, that you think about that and do it fair and make sure that we're included and we get the representation that we need in our city so we can move forward. Thank you. Shirley, thank you for providing public comment to the commission. 17. Good evening, commissioners. My name is Carol Alley. I live in Dearborn, Michigan in Wayne County. I'm 66 years old and I've lived in Dearborn for 64 years. I went to Lowry Elementary School and I graduated from Fordson High School. I love our Dearborn City Services. Our police and our fire departments are the best. I'm so grateful for all their work. I currently live in the 9th Michigan House District. The 9th District is made up of a large part of Northwest Detroit and a tiny piece of the northeast corner of Dearborn. This arrangement is not acceptable to me. My community of interest is my church, my friends, my family, and the University of Michigan-Dearborn from which I graduated. I have nothing in common with Northwest Detroit. I believe that all of Dearborn should be kept together as one district. Our Arabic community here in East Dearborn has much more in common with West Dearborn, the south end of Dearborn where my husband grew up, and even South Dearborn Heights. My church is in Dearborn Heights. My friends all live in West Dearborn and Dearborn Heights. And my family and I all love the U of M Dearborn natural area. We have spent many long, lovely hours walking on the trails there. And this is why I believe the district line should be redrawn so that all of Dearborn is kept together as one congressional district. Thank you very much for your time. Carol, thank you for taking the time to address the commission 18. Jasmine Kaltenbach. I was born and raised in Dearborn and I still live here when I'm not uh, attending college. Um, first, I'd like to thank you all uh, for your work today and uh, for the opportunity to speak. Um, so our, our current maps are, uh, as many other people have noted, uh, gerrymandered and I think that's very shameful. As many others have said, um, it's, it's not democratic when uh, the election results do not accurately reflect the will of the voters. It erodes every citizen's faith in democracy and political systems. And I think it creates instability and distrust. I ask that the commissioners, uh, when you're drawing the maps, draw them fairly so that they accurately represent the wishes and needs of our communities. I think I speak for everyone attending this meeting when I say that. I feel, um, or I hope I speak for people attending this meeting when I say that. Um, I feel a lot of um, hope that um, you know the outcome of this commission can lead to a more uh, just and an equitable system in our state, um, you know, one step at a time. Um, you know, uh, yeah, that's all I have to say. Thank you very much. Thank you so much, Jasmine, for taking the time to share your comments with the commission. We appreciate that. 19. Hello, my name is Mustafa Hamoud. I'm a lifelong resident of the city of Dearborn, an engineer at Ford Motor Company, and a Dearborn City Council candidate. The work you're doing here today is critical to the future of our democracy, so thank you for your time. 
Dearborn has one of the largest concentrations of Arab Americans outside of the Middle East, and they deserve proper representation at the state and federal level. The U.S. Census does not take into account the ethnicity of Arab Americans living in the city. They are immigrants, native citizens, and longtime contributors to the unique cultural fabric of our town with unique perspectives. I'm here to ask the Commission to bring the city back together in our State House District, particularly the northeast end of Dearborn, which historically has been home to a large concentration of Arab Americans and other Dearbornites who are part of the Dearborn community. I'm here to ask that the Commission to reconsider the lines of our Senate District as well, which have been drawn in a manner disenfranchising our community by splitting the wider communities of Dearborn and Dearborn Heights. It makes sense to incorporate our cities together to allow for more holistic representation of both of our cities. I trust and hope you will continue to accept our input, and I look forward to the solutions that your committee proposes. Thank you for your time. Thank you, Lucifer. We appreciate you. 20. Good evening, my name is Joe Connors. I'm a 40-year resident of Roseville, which is an island in the Detroit River, and is part of the Down River community. Down River consists of 18 communities with a population of 350,000 people. And in past redistricting efforts, it's been sliced and diced to, add, to, to make um, Congressional districts, which include cities like Ann Arbor, Dearborn, and Detroit, um, part of our district, and they are totally different communities from Down River. Down River is a, as was said earlier, is an industrial area, hardworking, blue-collar people, and uh, those three communities I mentioned are totally different from us. And it would be nice if we're considered a community of interest. I don't think we've ever been considered that before. And the other thing I would like to ask you to consider is respect municipalities and their lines and townships that are not divided. And if we do not have enough people for our own congressional district, I think as one person mentioned earlier, we might have more in common with Northern Monroe County than Washington or Detroit or Dearborn. Thank you so much. Joe, thank you for taking time to address the commission. Okay, everyone, this is the end of the public testimony that I will be recording for the podcast. And I will have information in the description of how you can go and find all of these hearings on YouTube and watch them for yourself. This is Donna Mill with Vote Voice Podcast, and I thank you. Remember to follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and visit us at www dot vote voice dot com you have a wonderful evening